to try this again for some odd reason it didn't work but today's episode of the unseen is about the masses of the unseen in Canada known as the downtown east side DTES at least half of the people on the downtown east side There are 7,000, and they are the major unseen. But first and foremost, the downtown east side, we acknowledge the Squamish, the Musqueam, and the Tsleil-Waututh, of which some of the people from each territory are on the downtown east side as well. And I won't speak to that, but there are helpers that come down to the downtown east side and at least every week, if not once a month, they come and help. It's important to first mention that Traditionally, our people don't broadcast on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media there is. Our people that are true helpers don't. We do the work quietly and we go on our way. We don't want to broadcast to people about what our what our work is or who it's with. I have talked with a worker who supports on the downtown east side and they were reminded about being all shiny is not their way and it isn't our way for our people. We don't shine. That is not our way. That is a colonial way. And that needs to be stated. There are more than 7,000 people on the downtown east side. My late sister was one of those. There is no place where loved ones can go for support, for family, 
living or missing on the downtown east side. I'm one bus ride away from the downtown east side. I used to go down to the downtown east side of Vancouver to search for my paternal grandfather, my late sister, and my ex-husband. My late grandfather's not alive for 15 years now. But he would just go and visit there. It was a different world a, a long time ago in my grandfather's day. My late sister went down to the downtown east side for 25 years. She lived and died on the downtown east side. The human beings on the downtown east side are there due to trauma in their life, their family's life. It could be their life, their parents' life, or their grandfather, or their great grandparents' lives. That message needs to be shared because it's not like you can just jump out of it. Things happen on the downtown east side. People make connections. It's a lost place, but people make connections because they need connections to live. So if they're a member of the downtown east side, they don't go out of that area for very long. I'm talking maybe an hour. I would be lucky if I got an hour with my late sister when she would leave and visit at my dad's. That was the mutual place, one bus ride for her. I could have worked, I actually did work once on the downtown east side, but not again because my ex-husband partners, they were lost and confused and would threaten my life and being a solo mom, I chose to not deal with that kind of upheaval of my life. The reason I share this is because the other day I had a chance, opportunity to be down there. 
as I've been doing it for 25 years, my friend, the, it was their first time and his adult son was with him. And they were in search of a nephew. The thing is, people can change their life and stop their addiction of alcohol, uh, drugs, or whatever it is that brings them down there or in a life of addiction. But until you deal with the trauma physically, it's not going to help you and you'll be stuck. I say this as listening to trauma survivors and having witnessed that kind of life over and over again. Sometimes we are versions of ourselves, are good or bad, or trying our best. And my friend was in search of a nephew, and I had my 24 years of expertise to try and help him find their loved one. I wasn't re-triggered, but I used what I knew to try and help find them. But just like in life, not everything's ideal and you hope and pray to find your loved one. But it may not come to pass. And in this case, it didn't, it, their loved one was not found. And some people don't want to be found. They believe they're stuck and that's their purpose is stuck down in the downtown east side. And to try and change that mind thought is very difficult when you're the unseen. The city doesn't see you unless they want to clean up. There's no sense of housing. There are only about 300 of the 7,000 that have been vaccinated against COVID. Does that tell you how much the unseen they are? What is your purpose as the unseen surviving on the downtown east side? About 25 years, my late sister was on the downtown east side. She lived and died on the downtown east side. I had a cousin who lived and died also 
you want to know about the unseen? The unseen is my late uncle. I was 14, so 40 years ago. He died in his SRO, his single room occupancy, which is what, a 10 by 10 foot room. He was dead in the room for a month, over a month, until somebody found him. You can't get much more unseen than that. So my family has lived and died on the downtown east side. So our family susceptible. The trauma is real and the stories go unseen, unheard. These stories of the unseen aren't meant to make a huge following. It's just for the unseen to be heard. I have a family friend. We say we're cousins. And that relationship was ironic because their late aunt and my late mother and my mother never brought us up she abandoned us but my mom's best friend was their aunt so we have a family tie isn't that ironic they're twins so we have a relationship my sister and I with the twins their mother died when they were very like I don't know how old they were like babies and they were brought up by their older siblings in some ways it was good and in some ways it wasn't good because some of the siblings were hard on the babies. Maybe because they had to give up their life to help raise them. I'm not sure. But we stuck together. She's on the downtown east side. She was homeless. But she was able to get a place with the city and advocates help her and her friends found housing so she's happy with herself that she has some place to call home we talked for an hour yesterday she helped as best she could with my late sister and she was apologetic that my sister passed away the people on the downtown east side are mainly there because of trauma what happens from the trauma 
is a life of addiction or something similar. The unseen on the downtown east side are human beings wanting and needing to be seen. I don't know how we can do that, but I try to help my friend find their loved one. It didn't happen, and I don't know when we will be able to go again. But it drains you. You know, when you run, your heart beats fast. You have that kind of energy walking around in search of loved ones when you're looking for them. And that's the way your heart is for two and a half hours the other day. That's a lot of work on your body. And it was my friend's first time being down there. So their body took it hard and they're tired. I was tired for one day, but today I'm feeling better because I took care of myself. But I was there for my friend to help hold him up. And as weak a condition as I am, I'm sorry, the sound in the background is the cat climbing the Christmas tree (laughs) and loving it. So if you have anything, there are real supports on the downtown east side. Crabtree, there's the downtown east side women's center where you can drop off food and money. And they're always in need of toiletries, little toothbrushes, little toothpastes, hotel stuff. They're always in need at wintertime of things that help us to stay warm. Crabtree Corner, Sheway, the Downtown East Side Women's Center are all great places to help, not only at Christmas time, which my son says, why do people only think of us at Christmas time? Why don't they think of us any time of the year? It was hard to mention. People are thoughtful only at Christmas and that's just who they are. Some people need a lot of help. We can only do so much, but at least we open the door. At least you can open the door and see the unseen. 
when my late sister was alive, one of my past co-workers would come on the train and take the bus to her workplace because she lived far enough away that she came on the train every morning. And sometimes she'd text me in the morning or at the end of her work day on the way to the train through the downtown east side. And she would send a message and say that she seen my sister at this place. The locations are very helpful in our, in our search for our loved ones, knowing where we can find them is extremely helpful. I never gave my late sister any money. If she was hungry, I would take her to McDonald's or Timmy's or Chinese food if that's what she wanted. I never ever gave my sister money. That was just my way with my sister because I raised her by myself. Nobody was there to help raise her. The life on the downtown east side is a hard life and they live from moment to moment. And this is no research, it's just words. Where they can't leave for more than an hour, their spirit is set down on the downtown east side. Because in our cultural ways, we need water for an accident, after an accident to help clear the way. But that doesn't happen on the downtown east side. They have limited culture or knowledge so that doesn't happen so their spirits are always drawn back to the downtown east side especially when they have an overdose and survive that's why they return there's more of a story on that but i need permission to be able to share it about my friend and how he helped my sister to survive when she had an overdose. If you want to know more, please find out how you can help but like I said, the simplest and easiest way is donating funds, donating winter belongings. Toiletries are always big. When I worked in two homeless shelters, those were the two big things that were needed on the downtown east side. And I always gave from my home and collected from other people to bring down. Crabtree Corner, the Downtown Women's Center, Shiwe, 
are three places you can donate funds, donate clothing. Thank you very much for listening to the unseen of the downtown east side. Wah.